Welcome back, everybody, to the Transfer Portal Podcast, uh, presented by No Context CFB. We're back. We got another crazy week of college football. They seem to get even more and more crazy <laughs> each week, but um, got my boy Josh with me, and we got the Sickos Commission with us, too, joining us again. Welcome back. Always great to have you on. How's everybody doing today? Doing good, Adam. You know, week 12 coming up. It's kind of a sleepy week, you know, like people say before rivalry week, but Something's going to happen, man. It's college football. Something weird and wacky is going to happen. Um, I'm actually, you know, going on right now, um, my thing is just paused. My stream's just paused. I'm going to have to fire those up again to check out what's happening <laughs> in action. But yeah, uh, excited to be here, man. I, thank you all for having me back. I know, uh, I think you're the first, this was the first thing that I went on when our, our, our account started a few years ago when it was in its infancy in the the uh the inside joke for our 20 folks kind of broke contained a little bit on college football internet. So I'm just happy to be back. I am looking forward to this week. Uh this week has a lot of things that the committee is excited about. Uh it, it may not have like your top end games that that you're looking for, all the crazy matchups, because you have the uh the fun like uh like Sunbelt versus SEC challenge now, uh, or maybe a little uh, you know, the SOCON. Saturday for the SEC, but we got some good stuff. Uh, I'm I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, just from the different point of view that the committee has on the on the game, I'm excited for this week. Yeah, you mentioned the committee. Y'all have this thing called the uh, Sickos Champion, yeah. and we want to see. We talk about. Can you explain that a little bit for people that aren't familiar, and, and maybe see we can talk about who some front runners are. So be the uh, basically, what we do is is we we host like a, a poll once a month and because it's it's manually spreadsheeted which is just ridiculous to say this uh and, and people vote for the most sickos team which again the sickos uh like terminology everybody has their own de definition and, and it's generally not definable so like you know for you you know one team could be really sickos for this reason uh another team could be really sickos for another reason like hey the you know, like with the James Madison situation, people consider that sickos that they're not allowing them to get into the college football uh, playoff rankings. And then you have, you know, your standard sicko folks that are, are uh, you know, tracking the Brian Ferentz's points per game uh, or the Iowa Hawkeyes uh, offense, the completely imbalance with the other one, or maybe another version of the sickos that the USC defense cannot stop anybody. Uh, so there's there's many different things that are that are ongoing. Uh, and, and everybody has their own definition. Like there's, there's some, uh, you, you have like some general rules, but the fun thing is when everybody gets to vote, which you have the opportunity, they submit the Google form with their top 10 teams. And then we compile it in this giant spreadsheet that takes a, a few days. Uh, and then we just release everything out and the rankings are hilarious because I mean, we allow pretty much anything, as long as it's not like derogatory or, <laughs> Um, like just like insulting somebody or just, you know, using profane language or something. We, we pretty much allow everything. Um, you know, the, the poll that we did, we do the preseason um, on October, November, and then we have the one at the end of the year, which we probably do around championship week um, because, you know, not everybody has an opportunity to play a bowl game. But uh, the fun thing about it is the one we have coming up is that uh, the winner of the, the number one team, we do a food drive for it uh, because, I mean, we enjoyed it. Last year, uh, Iowa was the national champion, and we raised about 5500 bucks when we were much, much smaller. 
uh, for like the Iowa City food banks. So that was that was pretty awesome to do that. It was weird to call them and be like, "Hey, uh, we're the we're the sickos committee, and uh, you guys won like our national championship, and then we have to explain this to them, like we're trying to do a food drive for you because your team had the you know most votes in a in a, a ridiculous internet poll in the college football internet." So. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. And uh, the favorite part of that is just the, the others receiving votes because we had, I think like 963 unique entries of uh, gaining votes, which is ridiculous. And I mean, people vote for like, you know, like Jimbo Fisher, like the Kibby dome, like weird stuff like that, just random stuff. And it's just a whole lot of fun. And we're just trying to have fun with the entirety of college football. That's great, man. I love that. I love that. Iowa seems like seems like they might be the repeat champions they, this year. I mean, they they have a good <laughs> shot. So this this year, I mean, I don't know if that, you know, if they make the Big Ten West championship and then make the title game, um, does that knock them down? Uh, I mean, does let's say Nebraska currently five and five, they fail to make a bowl, does that make them rise in the poll? Um, I mean, you know, Georgia Tech, you know, with their weird, uh, even and odd game situation ongoing with them. And I mean, does Connor Stallions have staying power? Uh, <laughs> in the poll, like he, that would he, be my champion. He came, I was, I was he came about from it. out of nowhere <laughs> yes. in October, it's a sixth in our poll. We have no idea. Uh, Brian Ferentz is, is up there, number two in our poll. It's, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. We 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 don't know what to expect. You can kind of guess. You kind of think Iowa's going to win it, but, you know, we're not sure. And we, <laughs> it, it hasn't been too close. They have a huge gap, but uh, we'll probably call the same food bank again. Like, hey, they won again. Did we do that food bank thing Remember again? us? We're back. <laughs> we're back again. Sorry, you guys. Uh, yeah, let's was... raise some money for food for the area now. I was thinking about it, who mine would be in. I realized that only Connor Stiles could have me watching Michigan versus Purdue on my TV just to figure out, just to, just to see the means and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like anytime you watch a game now, there's probably some person dressed up in Michigan here <laughs> acting like they're spying <laughs> on you. So it's just, it's, it's a ridiculous thing. We won't really like play with it too much on the account because if you just say the word Michigan, it's just a, a lightning rod. Yeah. But, but like just to have them vote, um, it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, USC came from out of the poll to in uh, up to like twelve, but then then they fired Alex Grinch. You're like, is that gonna drop them? Or is it gonna make them higher? I have no idea. It's just it's a lot of fun. I mean, we had like Sam Houston up there, which I mean they were losing in heartbreaking fashion, but it was like thrilling games. Like their games are like like one possession for the most part. And it's just like, you just kind of feel bad for them. Uh, I'm glad they finally got some wins. So that may drop them. Who knows? Josh, who do you have in your poll? Um, I have someone who's not in the top uh, 20 or 30 okay. yet in the poll right now, Texas A&M or Jimbo Fisher, just because of how the, it just broke that Jimbo's gone. And then, you know, Texas A&M, who knows what happens with them. But I see one of those two maybe potentially just coming out of nowhere because i mean connor stallions came out of nowhere yeah. um i'd have stallions as my front runner but like my dark horse would be a&m slash jimbo fisher um 
they've been a favorite of the sickos in the yeah, poll. I mean, hey, so the funny thing about AM this year is they were like in the top five, I think, in mm-hmm. the preseason poll, and then they dropped out completely. And and then everybody was like, they forgot. And then they just fired Jimbo out of nowhere. Uh, I mean, we may get a lot of votes for a $78 million buyout. Who knows? Uh, or like a 76, yeah. just the buyout amount. <laughs> oh my gosh. We may get a lot of votes for that. Uh, I mean, the pack two winning in winning in court. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been getting a lot of votes for the pack two. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of teams. I mean, with Colorado being like super hyped and then maybe not making a bowl, they could, they can make a leap. So there's, and then the big 10 West is going to be the big 10 West because I, nearly the entire side of that, division is five and five and three and four it's crazy so it's god i i watch so much big 10 west football i've never Uh. been i've never no no i've i've never been to any stadium in the big 10 west and and i just want to go to every single one of them now it's just the the fans of these teams are awesome Mm -hmm. like i i just want to say that these these and this is kind of what it what it is what the committee is like i am a fan of ulm uh, I will support my team no matter what. Uh, we're, you know, you remember when ULM was two and zero? Yeah, they're two and eight now. Uh, <laughs> so yes, you know, you know, I mean, things kind of went wrong. We had uh, a couple heartbreaking one point losses. Um, uh, I got to see one in person in San Marcos, uh, Texas against Texas State. So yeah, I mean, you're gonna ride for your team, and we try to build this, build this as like some sort of catharsis for your team. And it's like, hey, I'm watching my team because they're incredibly entertaining for some sort of weird, unconventionally appealing reason. Like, hey, Iowa's got a championship defense, championship special teams, but their offense is like one of the worst in the country. It just doesn't fit. It's like one of these things is not like the other. Um, or you have just wild games like, I mean, Virginia, they're they're like two and eight, I think, two. Uh, but they're incredibly entertaining. Like every single one of their games is just wild and fun to watch. Like Boston College is the same way. Uh, it's just there's different ways or there's there's like a metric we have now to try to measure quarterbacks, like their volatility, if they just like throw it without any repercussions or it's like, I'm just going to throw this ball and it's a high risk, high reward type of situation. I mean, like Georgia Southern's quarterback, Davis Brin. Uh, I mean, Colorado State's quarterback, Hawaii's quarterback. We also have like Temple's quarterback. The, these, they're like must-see TV, but I mean, their teams may not necessarily be, you know, top 25 caliber or may or may not make a bowl, but they're fun to watch. And we, we try to find those gems to watch for whatever reason, because I mean, the playoff is going to happen. It's going to be there. You kind of know who's going to be in it. You, you kind of have an idea based off of recruiting for the past four years and coaching and things like that. Um, it's fun to pay attention to the rest of it. And that's what we do. Love it, man. I, I love that. I love that. Well, look forward to seeing who's going to win. Uh, when's the champion crowned? What day? I think we're going to do the poll for like one full week during like conference championship week. That's what we normally do it. And we kind of crown it like old AP poll style. Uh, so like, you know, the AP poll, like Mm -hmm. you're like national championship and the bowl game doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so we kind of do that because I mean, it's really not fair to like, maybe like the Yukons or the Sam Houston's Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. maybe you get a Louisiana tech coming out of nowhere (laughs) or something like that. 
and they're not going to make a bowl game, so they don't have a chance to like prove themselves. So we kind of do it that way, and then you know we can set up the food drive right before Christmas time and everything like that to to make a big impact for the holidays as much as possible. Love it, love it. All right, well, let's get to a little quick week eleven recap. What a, another just college football. Um, what a wild week. Who are some of the stocks that maybe you're buying or selling? After the week eleven, could be a player, coach, could be a sickos champion. Guys, <laughs> what do you got for us? All right, I'll start with my riser, uh, riser Virginia Tech uh, slash Brent Pry. Uh, hard job uh, when Pry was taking over, coming over from the as a DC from Penn State. Um, but I was like, oh, you know, maybe he's got some back on there coming from a big time program. It was rough last year, real rough, rough this year, and uh, they had fun, entertaining, but turnover machine Grant Wells as a quarterback. They made the switch to Kyron Jones, and suddenly Virginia Tech turned it around. Like the schedule also kind of weakened up, but hey, they beat who they needed to beat <laughs> in their hurry, and they did it. They're at five and five right now. They got a uh, NC State and uh, Virginia left. Shout out to Virginia, another fun team there. But yeah, Pry. It looks like Pry's gotten himself at least another year to build something because already in year two, let's talk about hot seat for him. Uh, and I like it. You know, uh, we we joke. You know, like about oh, coach got fired. Da 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 da. But. It's it stinks to see people lose their jobs and like programs stuck in the muck like Virginia Tech has in the past few seasons. But you know, Pry's building something there, and uh, it's always fun to see uh, Anthony Sandman in that place rocking. So I'm gonna go with Virginia Tech as my riser. Who's who? Who do you got falling? Um, this one kind of similar. Uh, <laughs> uh kind of based off that where Brent Pry came from, uh, Penn State. Uh, James Franklin, he's raised the floor, um, but the ceiling just hasn't gotten through the ceiling. Uh, I wrote in my five stars of the week article, my latest one, when the 12-team playoff comes around next year, Penn State's going to be almost a shoe-in. They've kind of been that way since Franklin's come along, but they've just been like maddeningly, words are hard, (laughs) Uh, they just can't break through Michigan and Ohio State. And like once they make it to the playoff, the first few years, people are going to be like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. And then you keep getting bounced in the first round, the second round. You just don't make it. Um, Like, look at the Dallas Cowboys. They've made it to the playoffs. They just can't make it through. And you see how frustrated their fans are and how it's frustrating for them. Penn State, they might get to that point, too, where it's just not good enough. And then Franklin is gone. Um, I mean, Franklin already fired the OC, trying to make some changes there. We'll see what happens. Um, I've always liked Penn State. The players have always been fun. Like, they've had a bunch of great running backs and like I, I love I love a good passing offense like but having like Saquon and the two running backs they got this year Miles Sanders back in the it was so much fun but yeah Penn State just gotta just gotta fall just gotta have you guys fall man just tough to see just I want them to break through that ceiling I think it's a glass ceiling <laughs> some people say it's a concrete ceiling I think it's glass hopefully they can break through eventually but yeah Penn State sorry guys I got you guys falling yeah yeah that, that... <laughs> That, that that offense is not not pretty right now, and they've had good offenses in the past. They just haven't had good defenses, and now I think that I forgot who the old offensive coordinator was. I know he got a head coaching job somewhere, but their last two just they haven't hit. Kind of need to. Um. So wait, the I guess I guess my riser, I would say. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, you know, Penn State, I with that glass ceiling comment. I hope it's not like that 
that three layer glass that you put in like your windshield. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it may be it may be that tempered glass that you know you may not you may have a little bit of difficulty breaking through. Uh, you can you can do some chips uh, into it and and maybe it eventually it'll break. Uh, will they give them time to to bust all those chips? That may be a little tough. Um, my riser is 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 out west. Uh, Pac twelve future Big Twelve team, but uh, the Wildcats of Arizona. Um, they, I mean, they have been fun to watch. They were fun to watch last year and, and like the committee's eye, like their quarterback at the time last year was Delora. Uh, um, he's one of our Detmer darlings, which is our metric where he just throws it without any repercussions. Um, but then they switched to the quarterback, I guess, through, uh, injury and switching the QBs. Uh, they've been a little bit more of a calming presence, uh, offensively. Uh, and then going on the road where you kind of, you know, see them fail in Boulder, uh, regardless of the level of their team before and, and getting that road win, getting that that field goal, you know, that game winning field goal that that feels like they've kind of broken through uh, a level. Now they got to face Utah this week, which is another level, which may be difficult to get through, but it feels like they've they've gotten into them, you know, like a, a really, really good area, seven and three. Uh, I re- really, you'd probably take that at the beginning of the season, like, like a seven win season as Arizona, maybe you want eight and four, but I feel like Jed fish is, is kind of on the rise and they're fun. They're a fun team to watch. They are, they are very entertaining uh, win or lose. Uh, they're, they're just, I don't know. They're just well coached and they have a little um I'm not going to say like a sickos nature to them, but they have some <laughs> they have a, like a quality where there could be some craziness happening at any time. Uh they got a little of that Pac-12 dark magic or whatever happens in Arizona stays in Arizona, something like that. They have some stuff going there in the fish tank. So that's that's my riser, I would say. Uh Faller is is Pitt um, I mean, they, they're well, like on our podcast, we have, uh, our, our podcast, the sick of Scooby podcast, we have pit girl and it's just been a dreadful season two and eight, uh, the coach mm, offense, not working the transfer portal quarterback, not working, um, just nothing working. And he has a long extension. He's saying he didn't bring in the right players, which is, I know the quote was kind of out of context, but. But Pitt is down, and then guess what? We all get to watch him on Thursday night. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> so I I expected maybe a bowl for them, but not two and eight. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a rough say, one. Yeah, it's been rough, tough to watch. I love the Arizona pick though. Um, we talked about them on the last week heavily. Just what what a great job from from Jed Fish and. And all those boys up there I mean, with a with a freshman quarterback too to do what they're doing. I mean, it's just big time, big time. For me, my riser is the, I'm gonna pick the SMU Mustangs. Um, with Preston Stone, I thought I wasn't really a believer in him early on after the Oklahoma game. He, he I didn't think he looked that that good. The offense looked terrible. In general, but I didn't he looked that good either. They, they're starting to find their rhythm. They're 
undefeated in the American. I think that the Group of Five winner now, because we lost our beloved Air Force, I think they're going to come out of the American now. Whoever wins that conference, whether it's them, Tulane, Memphis, big game against Memphis this week. We'll talk about that later. But SMU, they look good. They're streaking at the right time. Offense is is humming. Mm-hmm. I think they might be able to sneak into a little, little group well, get that group of five bid to the to the big bowl game. My faller, which I'm I kind of been down on them all year. Tennessee. They I, I feel they just have no business for me being ranked as high as they are, other than they are in the SEC and they play Georgia this week. That's the only reason why I can think they're ranked so high that their their wins aren't really good at all their losses are are even worse in my opinion i just i i don't i don't see it i don't know what y'all think do y'all watch tennessee do y'all see a good football team do y'all see a top 15 <laughs> team in the country but so yeah SMU i mean rising they, tennessee falling. i i don't i don't necessarily know how good tennessee is uh i expected some fallback uh you know, just based off of what they lost last year. Um, this much fallback? I don't know. Uh, you know, Joe Milton is not the same as Hendon Hooker. But, yeah, I can see them being down. And then just getting, like, Missouri taking it to them that bad? I didn't see that. I expected that to be a little bit closer. Yeah, I was kind of high on Tennessee for a little bit. Because I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe Milton's finally figured it out. Because... He's got that arm, man. He's got the arm. Man. He's fast. And then then reality hit me real quick that, all right, no, it's just still the same Milton. Love him. It just, love him. It just feels like they're ranking them based off, off last year. Exactly, yeah. And you just can't do that. It's not the same team. Exactly. Just all right. Um, so let's get into our game picks, shall we? You know, it's, it's like, like you said, it's kind of a sicko week. Of games, <laughs> my my so. my favorite my favorite ones. Uh, I'm just trying to see if you have any of these on here, but you don't. You can still uh, pick just, them. We can add them. I I, I I know. I I know y'all do like X amount. I don't know if y'all still do the graphic on the picks or whatever. Yeah. But my do. my favorite things that we have going this week uh, are something that we call bowl eligibles. Oh, I like. So that. like when oh, we let's have do this. yeah, let's do we this. have yeah. we have five of these, the bowl eligibles. We have five bowl eligibles. Um, they are uh, five games that are between teams that are both five and five. So basically the five and five teams, uh, you have five of these games, which is great. We're going to do a little graphic for this. I think um, I like that. we should do that uh, too. What are the games? The, the bowl eligible. So we have, uh, we have, let's see here. We have one in the ACC. It is five and five Syracuse versus five and five Georgia tech. It is at Georgia tech in Atlanta, Georgia tech's favored by six and a half. That's a that's that's one of the bowl eligibles. Okay. Okay. Because uh, it's messed me up because Georgia Tech had the like they were alternating wins and yeah. losses, but now they messed it up. So they messed it up because they were on the CW and everything. Exactly. Went, and the CW <laughs> just CW. just chaos. <laughs> yeah. Chaos network. The CW. Exactly. If you've been listening to Sickles Community Podcast, they they've like, and I'm not joking. They they've really been on this. Like it's like yes. oh, it's, help, it's helped me win some picks. Yes, the CW thing. is <laughs> is chaos. I, I mean, I actually called like UVA beating UNC on the CW. It's nuts. I think... You want to do them all? We can do all five. I'm down. Yeah, okay. we're doing it. Uh, I think. Do we know the other ones? I love both teams. Yeah, I, I'm... I got them all. Yeah, what we'll start they? with this one. All right. So the first one is Syracuse, Georgia Tech. 
Uh, then in the Big Ten, we have Nebraska, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. both five and five. Um, I think we have one in the Sun Belt. Uh, the Sun Belt, it is um, Marshall in South Alabama. And then I think we have another one in the Mountain West. It is Boise State at Utah State. And then we got one more. I got to find it. Sorry. Uh, I feel like it could be another one in the Big Ten. It is not. Sorry, I got to find this one really quick. I like this idea. Yeah, it's just something that I I love <laughs> when there's something on the line because like, mm-hmm. and then their next game is not necessarily like the easiest one uh, to possibly get that. Uh, I know we have a bowl elimination bowl that is Colorado State versus Washington State. Both are four and six, so that's another right. one we have. Um, let me try to find the other one. I, I, there's one more. Is it in the Big Twelve? Big Twelve. It is UCF versus Texas Tech. UCF at Texas Tech. So those are. The bowl eligibles. Um, we only have one bowl elimination bowl this week, but we may have some more next week, which is is crazy. There's, you know, the five and five teams that are on the brink of a bowl game. Both of the, like all the teams that have like their next week game is not a gimme either. Uh, so there, it's it's kind of like you need to win this, or you may not make a bowl. All right. Yeah. Well, well let's start with those, and then we'll run out ten. And all right. Get up out of here. Start with uh. The bowl eligibles, <laughs> Syracuse versus Georgia Tech. All right, I've been thinking about this one. I think I love the bees. They've been very entertaining. Um, I gotta stick with it. I gotta stick with my bees, man. I love Syracuse. That rushing attack last week was insane. Uh, watching yeah. Garrett Sherry to do backflips in the middle of plays was one of the most entertaining <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. That was fun, but. I, I love my bees, man. Haynes King, you know, see that guy from where he was at Texas A&M to where he is now. Got, I'm going to roll with Georgia Tech in that one. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with Georgia Tech, too. I mean, Syracuse, their offense has just been non-existent up until last week against Pitt, but we just talked about them. That, yeah, <laughs> they ran the ball 17 times with a tight end. Yeah. <laughs> like, that talk- that was like our Sicko's player of the week. <laughs> we <laughs> like about a tight that. end. Lamar, 17 so, carries, 154. Not good. And, he, and he passed three for five for 12 he yards. He can do it all. Um, I think Georgia Tech, I don't know. It, it's it's at night. It's in Atlanta. Uh, you kind of think Georgia Tech wins this game. I mean, is Dino Baber's job on the line here? Um, they could possibly make a, you know, Syracuse has Wake at home to go six and six. Uh, I, I I hate to have unanimous picks here. I, I was going to go Syracuse on the road. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Syracuse on the road because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. make sense. I, I am a Georgia Tech fan because of Haynes. He has to tear up high, Texas high school football for three years, so. Like seeing him succeed. He's been fun. He's been fun a lot uh, for Georgia Tech. He's been, we've been monitoring him uh, on the Detmer stats too. He's been up there. (laughs) All right. Nebraska, Wisconsin, both three and fours in the Big Big Ten West, five five overall. Who we got? I have some good friends who are Wisconsin fans. So I hope (laughs) they understand this. They are on their backup quarterback uh, because of injuries. Uh, It's been looking really rough. I really want to see Nebraska make it. I really want to see Nebraska make a bowl. It's been it's been tough for them, and like it's been fun to make fun of them. But you know, yeah, it's been a while. I think, and this will be kind of a sneaky fun team come bowl season. Just like turn it on, you know, one of those midweek bowls. Like, oh, okay, Nebraska's here. 
they, I don't know, they just find ways to like win. So I'm gonna go with the Cornhuskers, man. Just I'm a, I'm gonna roll with them. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna agree with you, but I'm not super certain about this one. I I think I'm gonna agree with you because I think Wisconsin is gonna get Minnesota in that rivalry game. Which we might we might be here again next week. Yeah, we might be here. <laughs> man, but I mean, because so, Minnesota may, may have trouble with this right week there too. too. So I think Nebraska gets it this week, and Wisconsin gets it next week versus Minnesota. Sorry, Gophers. <laughs> Nebraska is the team that turns the ball over the most in in all of college football. They have Very the most true. interceptions. They have the most fumbles. Uh, they've lost three in a row. You're like, can they finally get all of the Scott Frost out of the walls and and go <laughs> to Camp Randall and and take a win from Wisconsin after Wisconsin had a pretty big letdown against Northwestern? Um, I look look, we like to bevel like logos, and I am desperately in the need to bevel Nebraska's logo. Oh, yes. uh, they were they were our first national champions. Uh, when they went three and nine with Scott Frost, so I, I'm pulling for Nebraska here. I'm going with my heart, uh, not my head. Uh, let, let's go, Cornhuskers. No turnovers, and win the game somehow. <laughs> Figure it out. All right, next we got Marshall, South Alabama Jaguars. Two really good running backs, Rasheen Ali from Marshall, and um, holy cow, I forgot the guy for South Alabama. I just blanked. The Damian Webb. Um. Uh, Marshall had a really good game last week. So I think I'm pretty good too. I think, I think I've rolled, have I been rolled? Okay, no, that was. Yeah, I'm gonna go another another road team. I'm gonna go Marshall here. Um, I've always, ever since Rakeem Cato was there, bit ago, this small skinny dude, but just chucking it around the place. Marshall was this close to making a New Year's Six bowl, or I think it was to the BCS at that time, actually, whatever it was. But yeah, Marshall's always had a special place in my heart. So I'm gonna roll with the Thunder and Herd there. Um, that green man. I love that green. I love that team. Uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna go with South Alabama. <laughs> oh, you're a hater. Give me, <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me the Jaguars. The Damian Webb. He looked good uh, last week against Arkansas State. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with South Alabama. So, so South Alabama beat my my uh, my beloved ULM fifty-five-seven. Great. <laughs> Uh, you gotta and, be impartial here, though. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, I, man, but I thought like South Alabama's been hilarious this year. Really, um, they beat Oklahoma State. Makes mm-hmm. no sense. The next week they lose <laughs> to Central Michigan. It doesn't make any sense. They drop fifty-five on ULM and Southern Miss, and they lose to Louisiana, uh, the the Cajuns, and they lose to Troy. That's fine. Um, I, I I got them winning Marshall. Um, it, it I feel like this is gonna be, um, a really 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 good game, and and maybe they get them by a field goal. Uh, the Mobile home adv- home field advantage. Uh, I'm gonna go with South Alabama. All right, all right. Next Mobile up. home of Next the up. what's the thing again? <laughs> it was home of the um home of Mardi Gras or something like that from your podcast. Oh, don't. Don't don't give me that, say that because you know. <laughs> so I I will say this that you know the first Mardi Gras ever happened was in Mobile, uh, but at the time Mobile was the capital of Louisiana, so Mobile tries to claim or like Alabama tries to claim they invented Mardi Gras, but I like well actually at the time you're part of Louisiana, so 
is, is that a beat between the states? Oh yeah, big time. I never knew when that. <laughs> when when Tulane played South Alabama. Uh, South Alabama had on the back of their helmets like "Home of Mardi Gras," and Tulane took that shit personally. I, ne- <laughs> I <laughs> they never beat them up pretty that. good. So uh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but that that's a, a point. Like the local news of New Orleans was was giving South Alabama crap Ooh. on the internet <laughs> after that game. It was great. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, let's go to the Mountain West. Boise State versus Utah State. I like Boise State's quarterback. Um and I again it's hard because I don't remember his name because it's like it's double M's. It's like Madden something Maddox or something like that um or Mad Maddox Madsen I don't know it's it's two M's so it's it's tripping me out and the, there's like X's in there <laughs> who knows he's fun though um uh, he's taken over as kind of the passer tailing green has kind of been um, put as just the running quarterback and when I say just the running quarterback um it's not like they're demoting him like they're really using him it's a fun role there but they just fire their head coach so that's fun where it's weird it, that that it could be like an emotional lift, like, hey, let's let's fight for a coach who just got fired or something. But just for the stability, as much as state as stable as Utah State can be, I'm gonna go with Utah State. Um, just because they're at home. So I'm I'm gonna give them that little edge there. But honestly, this is a coin flip for me. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, Boise State still has a lot to play for. Like they're they're still trying to fight for a Mountain West championship and let their coach go. I still think they'll be up for this game. Um, I hope they're not looking ahead. They have Air Force next, I'm pretty sure. But I think that one team's in the, kind of still in the title hunt. Other one isn't, so I'm going to go with the team that still has a little bit more to play for, Boise State. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the, the folks in, in Logan, uh, Logan, Utah, Utah State. Uh, they've been a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm not going to say this just because they follow our account. So uh, <laughs> I'm not biased. No, they've been they've been a lot of fun. They they all their games are just like wild swings of points out of nowhere. And I think maybe they catch a wild swing of points here and, and catch Boise off guard. Um, I don't know how much the players have left. I know they're still technically in the Mountain West race, uh, but then like having your coach fired. Um, how good is the interim? Is there are they like the the Cocho interim, or is it just like hey, let me just you know make it to the end of the season and and not have our first non-winning season since nineteen ninety seven? So I don't know. I'm going Utah State here. Let's go. Okay, okay. finish it off. Big Twelve, UCF Knights, newcomers versus Texas Tech Red Raiders, who many thought were going to win the Big Twelve. Yeah, um, I was kind of on that train for a little bit, looking like, hey, Texas Tech might be a sneaky dark horse, and immediately like, oh, no, never mind. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, but UCF has been up and down, but they have not. The only Big 12 road game they've won was at Cincinnati, one of the newcomers in Cincinnati. Ugh. We're going to move past them in Scott Satterfield. But um, so I'm going to take Texas Tech at home. Um, they got the home field advantage, UCF away. Um from home, you know, the space U. I don't think they're gonna get lift off in Lubbock, you know, kind of weird there. Uh vibes there. It's always weird. Uh I literally forgot. I just checked, but I forgot if it was this if this is a night game, I'm like hammering Texas Tech. But if it's anything other than a night, it's uh four o'clock. Four so it's gonna start in the okay. day and end in the night. 
So, okay, so it's gonna if you if you were betting, take UCF first half, and then take take Texas Tech for the whole game. <laughs> That's what I'd say here. So I'm a I'm a take Texas Tech. Uh, well, with the Red Raiders. Sickles, what we got? Adam, Adam's like, I don't know, I don't know about this one. I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, I'm 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 rolling with Texas Tech. Um, I don't think space space U travels. Um. Uh, I think their shuttle derails by flying tortillas. Uh, so <laughs> I hate those tortillas. By the way, I hate them. Ban them. I, like there's, there's like in our Discord, they uh, they talk about the aerodynamics of the tortillas. Like you have to get them stale, and then you need a hole in the middle so they fly better. How is that not in the top thirty? Of those? I, don't, I don't know, man. But it's, it's been around for a while, so maybe it's just like it's not a new thing and doesn't get a lot of points. But I'll, I'll go to Texas Tech and the, the tortilla toss. Um, I'm going UCF because I think this is a look ahead game for Texas Tech. They have Texas next. That's that's been their that's been their 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 bowl game honestly all year is that game on Friday, Black Friday against Texas. UCF, they might might be a little look-ahead game. And we've seen they can sneak up on you. saw what they did last week against the Oklahoma State. So, I mean, they can hoop if you come out and you take them lightly. I'm going to go UCF, a little upset, even though I was one of the ones that thought Texas Tech could win. <laughs> Big 12. All right, um, let's go to – that was our – what were they called? The, they were bowl, the, the bowl eligibles. Bowl eligibles. Hey, those right. are our five bowl That's, eligibles. Let's go to ones that are that not on that list. You know? <laughs> let's, actually... go to, let's go to our regular week 10 picks. Uh, starting us off, Utah versus Sickles Riser, Arizona. Every, every few years, you know, there comes a quarterback for the late night slate for us people who stay up late to watch the West Coast games uh, slash the Hawaii test. It just captures our heart and souls. It's a fun. They're never like going to be like the best quarterback in the nation. They're never going to be like talked about for like a first round draft pick. Um, but they're just fun and they know how to win. Noah Fafita has been that for Arizona. Uh, <laughs> McMillan's one of the best receivers in the Pac-12. He's up there with the UW receivers and Troy Franklin, I would say. Um, Arizona's got something crazy. Utah, they just seem to be running out of steam just at the wrong time, unfortunately. Um, it's going to be a tough game. Utah's always tough, but I'm going to take the Wildcats in this one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to side with you. Uh Arizona is is the transfer portal's team now it seems like everybody loves them. Might be <laughs> America's team. Um I agree with you no. There's definitely not balling. Michigan, right? No. No. I was at um side note real quick. I was at Michigan. I was in New York and Massachusetts. Michigan was playing St. John's. And they were chanting "Free Jim Harbaugh" at the whole stadium. It was, it was, it was, it was sick. <laughs> Michigan well, basketball. It's okay. He's fine. He's, it's okay. He's fine. Go ahead. Can cut the lawn in peace. He's yeah. okay. Go ahead and give me Arizona, um, the real America's team. I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going the other way. I know I, I picked Arizona as the riser. I don't think they're at Utah's level yet. Um, I think Utah gets them. I think Utah's defense may be too much for Arizona. Um, and maybe uh, Noah makes makes one bad decision, uh, too many. And and Utah sneaks sneaks one here. Um, 
I don't know. Like November Utah is hard to pick against. Mm-hmm. It's hard, and I know it's in Arizona, but I just don't think Arizona's there yet. I may be wrong. I like they're close, but I don't think they're there yet. So I'm going Utah. All right. Next up, top ten Louisville going to Hard Rock Stadium, Miami. Uh, I think Louisville is a fraud. To be clear. <laughs> Couple they've been fun. But also, Miami, it appears they're going to have Tyler Van Dyke at quarterback. Um, <sighs> the other guy who came in broke his arm, just terrible injury. Hope, uh, injury, first, man. man. Rest <sighs> up, get back, man. But TVD, he can either like he can light it up sometimes, but usually he's just like burning it down and not in a good way. Uh, I know it's in Hard Rock Stadium, but that's not much of a home field advantage. Um, Louisville's Louisville's plucky enough. I don't think they're top 10 worthy, but definitely like top 25, and that's perfectly fine. Um, so I'm going to take the Cardinal here tentatively. Um, I don't really like picking either of these teams, but I'll take Louisville just a little bit more just because of uh, Peyton Siva um, and that basketball team that won the championship that got vacated later on against Michigan. Um, it's literally just going to throw it back to a random basketball thing. That's what I'll do. I'll pick Louisville here. Um. Yeah, what a fall from from Grace Miami had that they beat Texas A&M. We thought they were gonna take over the ACC, but I just I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I I agree. I don't think Louisville is a top ten team, but and I mean, who, who else are you gonna put in the top ten? I guess my my question, but yeah, I'm gonna go right. with Louisville for right now. Um. I, I'm I'm gonna do something stupid. I'm going with Miami. Uh, it's it's a it's <laughs> Are you a going to Vegas game. with that. Are you going it to is, Vegas with that? It is it is an early morning game. It is in Miami. Um, the crowd's not necessarily gonna be, you know, maybe Louisville's sleepwalking a little bit. Um, you know, get lulled into a sense of, uh, and then maybe like Tyler Van Dyke uh, benched last week. Maybe something ignites in him and he doesn't throw a bunch of interceptions for once. Uh, maybe something finally clicks. And, uh, you know, again, Louisville's like only loss was to Pitt, right? Like to Pitt. It didn't yeah. make any sense how they lost to Pitt. <laughs> and I think this is probably one of those other ones that Louisville doesn't make any sense and they wound up losing to Miami. I, I, I'm probably see. wrong. You but, might not you know, be. You who, might not be. Who knows, man? You, you, you can <laughs> say go. I told you so. All right, no. next up, um, I mentioned it earlier, SMU versus Memphis, Big Valley American. I was just checking this game out, you know, doing some scouting. Memphis is at home, but they're an eight-and-a-half-point underdog, which I get. I understand SMU's been good. Memphis has been living on the edge, <laughs> really on the edge. <laughs> They've been trying to lose games. But uh, Seth Hennigan's come up clutch for them. Um, and they're at home. That place... When it's rocking, it's rocking. Uh, a few years ago, I remember they. I think they had game day, and it was like a top twenty-five matchup, and it was an awesome back and forth game. And Memphis pulled it out, or did they? I don't even remember. I just feel like Memphis won because that's how electric it was. So I'm gonna roll with the Tigers here. Um, and even though I've been really high on Preston Stone, and um, I wouldn't be mad if SMU won and Preston Stone showed out. Um, but I'm gonna take ti- the Tigers here. Uh, SMU. I'm going with SMU. They have a. I kind of mentioned them earlier. I had a number one offense and defense in the conference, so it's pretty much a no-brainer for me. 
can give me the Mustangs. I think, yeah, I, I got to go with SMU because I don't trust Memphis's defense. Um, yeah. <laughs> they they gave up thirty eight to Sh- Charlotte. <laughs> uh, they gave up fifty to USF. Uh, they gave up forty two to North Texas. Um, you know, they they held UAB in check. Uh, only twenty one. So, uh, and and SMU's points scored in their past couple games, uh, 45, 36, 69, nice, 55, nice. and then 31. So uh, whatever the over is here, I don't think it's enough. It's 66 <laughs> and a half. I, I think we're going over here. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going over. I'm seeing points in the Liberty Bowl. All right, next we're going to take you to the big sky. Big battle in the big sky. Bottom of Montana's Montana versus Montana State. Both tied for first. Who we got? Yeah, Brawl of the Wild coming. It's an awesome, always an awesome game. This is one of the first games I remember actually, like in my memory as like a college football fan. So awesome for me to have that. Um, shout out to Roger Sherman. Road Rog been going around the country this year. Awesome yeah. stuff. He's going to this game. I am so jealous. Um, jealous. And this is exactly yeah. this is the top. This is a top five matchup. Montana's at home, number three. Montana State, number four. I picked Montana State earlier this year. Lost. I picked against Montana. And lost. So for the trilogy, I got aside with the team that beat me. Um, I got aside with Montana. Uh, difference maker is I've been to Montana's campus. I haven't been to Montana State's. So that's that's just the tiebreaker <laughs> for me there. Um, but this is gonna be an awesome game. People, please tune for this one. This is for the big sky. Um, title this to lock in the automatic berth and potentially uh top seed and home field advantage throughout the FCS playoffs. Um it's so tough, man. I, I love both teams, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies. Uh, I picked against Montana when they played Idaho, and it ruined my 18 parlay. And I told myself Uh-oh. I would never do that again. Never it was again. a last leg. Never again. So I'm going with Montana. Not gonna do make the same mistake. We're gonna get it done. Uh man. This, this is a tough one. This is like a hard one for me personally. Like this is probably like you know like normal FBS games or whatever. But when you get into like the big sky, <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, the big sky is 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 fun. They're both six and one. Uh, Montana's weird loss was to NAU at NAU, like Northern weird. Arizona. It was very weird. Um, and then like they got it back on track after that. Montana State. Uh, I feel like they got national title on their mind, and if they want a national title, they got to win this one. So I'm going with them. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Montana State. Um, I, I think they get it done and and take the lead in the quest for that 306 pound brawl of the wild trophy. One of the greatest trophies I've ever seen. In yeah, any I've never sport. seen that. Jordan. Look it up. It All is. Right, we got, it is good. It is it. Georgia versus Tennessee. I'm going to keep this quick. Georgia, I'm done like even <laughs> pretending. I've never even pretended, but I'm done pretending at all that Tennessee is like a top 15 program. So I'm going to take Georgia to this role. Yeah, I stand by what I say. Tennessee is ranked as high to inflate Georgia in the rankings. So. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm saying Georgia here. They they win uh, the battle for Alan Jackson's water skiing jeans. <laughs> We need that. You told me that. I, I try to get Jordan to make the graphic. He won't do it, but I'm going to try. All right. Uh, going to the ACC, North Carolina, Clemson. Dabo. Another one where the spread is weird to me just because Clemson is a, a six and a half point favorite. It's weird. I feel like it should be closer. I get that North Carolina, like record wise, if you're looking at it, it's weird, but like I understand because North Carolina has been up and down. 
I'm gonna go with the Tar Heels just because I really love the combination of Drake May and Tez Walker. I've talked about it on here before. I just got side with them again, man. Just I think Dabo, you know, maybe has his eyes elsewhere. To maybe another job in the Aggie land. Um, who yeah. knows? He might be distracted. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just saying. Who knows? Or maybe even if he's not distracted, you know, he's it's just the distractions of the potential distractions. Who knows, man? Or like Tyler and Spartanburg's gonna like call in again and focus Dabo and Clemson. But I'm gonna take the Tar Heels. Dabo did come out and say that his focus is only on beating North Carolina. So he didn't say much after that. So I'm gonna go with North Carolina because <laughs> I don't trust Clemson at all. Um, I so like I Garrett Riley, but yeah, I didn't trust Clemson last week against Georgia Tech, and they burned the ever living crap out of me because I didn't know Dabo was gonna be in camo. Uh, so I was just like, oh, that was in camo. I should have known better. Uh, but I, I don't trust North Carolina still. I don't. I like their offense, but I don't trust. trust I don't. I, I don't trust either of these teams. I, I don't trust either one. Um, I, I don't. But but like Dabo has that chip now. He has that like you know that that angry man yelling at him, and I feel like he needed that chip to reinvigorate him and the team. And I feel like this was all a plant. It was all a work. And it's probably working. And I'm going to pick Clemson because I, I just can't trust UNC this late in the year. It, it, like UNC always has like, oh, they finally do it. They, they have all this talent and they just never do it. I, I'm picking Clemson. I, I don't know why. I don't like it. I don't like it. But Clemson. All right. Uh, going into the Pac-12, UCLA versus USC. Follow that. Los Angeles. This one's so weird because Chip Kelly like might be a lame duck coach. No one knows what's happening. That's a wild situation. Um, so again, like kind of like I mentioned earlier with coaching situations, this could focus the team a lot. Like, hey, we got to fight for coach here, or they just fall apart. I'm side with the latter. Um, so I'm gonna take USC here and just I I cannot root against Caleb Williams. Just he's one of my most favorite quarterbacks I've ever seen. So. Just take it to just shred the defense again and somehow um be it's gonna be another crazy game just like last year, but just because no one knows what's happening with Chip Kelly. Um I'm gonna take USC here. Yeah, uh the UCLA stuff that that kind of threw me through a loop, but I'm gonna go with USC because when in doubt, I'm gonna go with the best quarterback and yeah, uh, the best quarterback in the country. That's right. I mean, hopefully Caleb is not jinxed by walking under all those ladders in Fansville. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm going with USC here. I don't. The UCLA situation seems untenable, and so I gotta go with I gotta go with USC. It's a little bit more stable, I would say. All right, Mountain West, back again, back here again. This could shake everything up. We got UNLV five and one, Air Force five and one. These are two very different five and ones. Uh, UNLV um, had some showed some potential last year, but they really turned it on. And then, like, they were a drop touchdown away from, like, tying against Fresno State. That was a heartbreaker. Air Force, they were soaring. They were flying. It was looking great. Off into the wild blue yonder. And then they ran into Army and just got destroyed. Then they went to Hawaii. You know, nice tune-up game. And then they got destroyed again. And then their plane had trouble taking off from the island. So it took them a while to, like, get home. And then I think Zach Laria, their quarterback, awesome guy, awesome player. I think he's hurt again. And Air Force just looks whack, out of whack, man. So I'm, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Reb, Rebels here. Um, two very different five and ones, like I said, yeah. Real Novi. 
Yeah, I went with UNLV versus Wyoming, and I predicted that they would beat Air Force too. So I got to got stick with my guns. Um, I said last week on the show, so I'm sticking with it. Give me the Rebels. Let's ride. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't, I don't know if uh, Air Force has is, is lost their mojo after that Army game. They've turned the ball over ten times in the past two games, <laughs> and I just feel like the option just like fell apart. I'm going with the running Rebels. Uh, shout out to the kicker, uh, Jose Pizano. Uh, I believe I said his name right, but um, hopefully he wins that Lou Groza award. He's been he's been on fire that year for UNLV. All right, we got two left. Let's get these: Kansas State versus Kansas, Washington, Oregon State. All right, two rivalry games here: Sunflower State battle, Kansas. Uh, they might be down to their third string quarterback, uh, Cole Ballard, who is the son of <laughs> Colts GM Chris Ballard. Um, and even if uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, if Kansas, like if they had Jason Bean or um, holy cow, if they had Jalen Daniels, um, Kansas State is just mashing people again, as they always do. They should have beaten Texas. Um, hey, they just hey, had a, f- hey. a few miscues there in the kicking game. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. But yeah, I'm right, but I'm going to take Kansas State here. Um, they're just a healthier team and they're just rolling at the right time right now. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, Kansas State still has a top three roster in the big 12. And I don't think it's even close after that. Give me, like I said, they're, they're rolling five and two. Also the Texas and Oklahoma state. There's no shame in those two. Give me the wildcats. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go with Kansas state. I think just think Kansas is just too banged up. I, I like they're building that, that program. They just don't have the depth right now. If they had depth, I would probably pick Kansas at home, but uh, yeah, it's been a long time since they beat K state. All right, last but not least, on ABC primetime, uh-huh. Washington, Oregon State. Uh, I've said it every single time uh, UW gets brought up, but just in case it's your first time, I'm a UW <laughs> fan. Um, but I, I watched it last year, Oregon State, and I said it at the beginning, and this is my official decree uh, from the season, Oregon State is going to be either UW or Oregon. Last year, the Beavers got Oregon at home, beat them, nearly got UW on the road. This year, it's flipped. Or uh, Washington's going to Oregon State. Oregon State has to go to Oregon. So I'm going to say of the matchups, I'm going to say this is the one. And picking against my Huskies, I just think that Oregon State's a really good team. And they're at home. And they've got a really complete roster. And it's going to be enough to take down Washington, who the offense has looked good. The defense has looked gettable. And uh, Penix is looking healthier uh, from like rib injuries he sustained against Oregon. I think this is just one where Washington's been due to slip up, man. And uh, Washington, you know, hopefully they focus. They don't drop another ball at the two-yard line um, instead of taking it in for a touchdown. That though. wasn't even close, man. <laughs> it like the six. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was like, he was like, it felt like it was like the four-yard line when he dropped the ball. Yeah. It was no, he, not close. Yeah, I was watching the game on antenna, so I've got it as live as possible outside the stadium ahead of other people who are streaming it or something. So – I saw it happen like, oh, no. So I'm able to like tweet out a reaction and I just saw reactions come in and then the safety happened. So I'm able to tweet out and then see the other reactions come in. So that's a little joy there. But, oh, man, I'm going to take Oregon State so, as much as it pains me. I think they're um, they're going to take this one. For for the brand, my, my Texas Longhorn brand, I hope you're right. So I'm going to pick with my heart and I'm going to go with the Beavers as well. I think what you say, watch this defense. They are 
I think they're more than gettable. I think they're just bad, to be honest. Give me Oregon State at home. One last ride for the Pac-12. That's one last ride for the Pac-12. One last one last ride for the Pac-12. Crab bucket. Uh, just pulling everybody in and pulling them out of the playoff. Um, you know, Oregon still probably has a shot next week. But, I mean, Washington has been doing a lot of effing around. And, you know, for the past couple of weeks, it, it, it may be time for them to find out. I, I'm rolling with the beefs. Uh, I got Oregon State. Uh, this is a heart pick also. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think Washington has better offensive talent. But I feel like the lines of... Oregon State, both the D-line and both the O-line are better. Um, so maybe this game's one in the trenches. And let's just hope that Jonathan Smith doesn't try to pull some weird special teams crap like he always does. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm rolling with the beefs. All right. And that'll do it for our Week 11 preview. Week 12? Week 11 preview. Um, That's uh, Week 12. Week twelve preview. Oh it's all. It's all. It's all. It's all together. It's all together. But um, it says week twelve. I don't know. <laughs> we don't count yeah. week zero, so it's exactly. minus one. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, thanks for joining us. You can follow him with Josh at Josh underscore Ray underscore A. Follow Sickles at, at Sickles Committee. Follow me at at Two Awesome. Another great show. Sickles, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to the podcast. Y'all have a good one. Peace.